0: All right, peace, family. assalamu alaikum. This is your brother Anthony. This is my first episode of Tech Building Podcast. I'm gonna try to keep my episodes relatively short, only a half an hour, because I know that I could talk for a while, but I want to keep the episodes nice and concise. Um, this first episode, and uh, I know my friends that i you know saying I talk to all the time. Uh, Dre and Ju, they already they're gonna know a lot of the content that I'm gonna be putting out right away because I talk to them frequently. And one of the reasons why I'm having to, I'm do, even doing a podcast really is so I don't blow up the group chat with five minute long <laughs> voice notes, you know what I mean? So, um, this first episode I think is good, you know what I mean? Because it's gonna kind of be setting the tone for, um, I guess the the rest of I certain certain levels of content or certain levels of conversation I'm gonna be having about just general kind of things. You know what I mean? Um I guess I'll start off first with yeah, this tech building podcast. Um member of Nation of Islam, uh go by the name Anthony X. Um this podcast is gonna be just kind of general. I'm in the video games, I'm into the uh esports world, I'm in the battle rap, I'm in the hip hop heavy probably doing some album reviews also into into sports to a degree, you know what I mean I was really really heavy into sports a few years ago but I would say as of late in my life I'm not super into sports anymore, uh, a little bit I don't get into politics crazy but I do have um opinions on the goings on of uh people especially black people so i'll be talking about little things like that kind of whatever i feel like is is pertinent to discuss or things that i want to get off my chest i'll just use this platform for that so this first episode i'm going to be talking about goats or the goat you know what i mean excuse me and so the goat conversation i think has really changed a lot you know what i mean so i was born in 1989 i don't mind until my age and where how i grew up talking about the goat was like big you know what i'm saying that's what we did i won't say it was a big deal but that's just what we did you know what i mean i grew up watching football and the deon sanders jerry rice <clears throat> barry uh barry sanders you know what i mean time peyton manning you know what i mean steve young different players like that my, michael ervin one of my favorite players of all time you know what i mean and I grew up very competitive, you know what I mean? Video game sports as a young man. Just very, very uber competitive. And being the GOAT, that was just a frequent topic of conversation. Also in the hip-hop sphere, you know what I mean? I know everybody heard of Top 5 Dead or Alive, you know what I mean? And so that's just what we did as friends. A lot, of Whatever age group that I was in, or whatever my friend group was at the time, that's how we talked about things. It was just, it's part of, to me, it's a part of fandom. You know what I mean? I think the, the conversation has kind of gotten, I would say, soft. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to just be transparent about my personal feeling about it. I feel like it's gotten a little bit soft, but I would say that it's a part of fandom. You know what I mean? I think that's what we just do as fans. Um. So the first part, the first segment that I want to I wanna get into uh, with this conversation is What does the word GOAT mean to me? So this is going to be kind of split up because I'm going to give my GOATs later on in the show. But what GOAT means to me, obviously everybody knows the acronym greatest of all time. You know what I mean? I think to me, okay, yeah. so I'll, I'll give my criterion also as well. If I could put a definition on the word outside of the obvious greatest of all time, I just feel that you were of a supreme level of excellence on a consistent basis and also reached the pinnacle of, excuse me, your respective sport, whether that be or, or uh, any endeavor. So that be hip hop, that's uh, cooking, you know what I'm saying, I'm a, I'm a chef by trade, um, obviously now sports and even in video games, you know what I mean? Um, you just at the top level and then you're not only are you at the top level, but you're also known for the displaying of supreme mastery of whatever your the craft is that you're involving yourself in. You know what I mean? So that's just a very blanket general sense of what I feel like is the goat, a person that just demonstrates supreme mastery of their craft as well as reaching the pinnacle of their respective uh, field of human endeavor. So with that, my brother calls this a very, uh, he says it's a controversial take. I guess you could say it's controversial, but this is my, I say opinion because it is, but this is going to be supported with, I feel like, um, objective fact. You know what I mean? I strongly disagree, very hard disagree with uh, Tom Brady being unanimously, I could I think unanimous is fair, being unanimously accepted as the goat. Hard, hard disagree. I actually could not disagree more. And to be quite frank, and to be completely transparent, I'm going to strive my best to do that on this podcast. I think it's it's laughable. I think it's very funny. You know what I'm saying? If somebody says that Tom Brady is the goat, I'll I'll be laughing. You know what I'm saying? Because I think it's 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 silly, but the reason why I am even I even got on the Tom Brady case, if you will, you know what I'm saying? I guess Allah, God wanted to put me it might put this in my mind for me to just build on it to help me with my uh, rationale, my psyche. But the only reason why I even think about Tom Brady in this way is because when I used to grow up watching Super Bowls, you know what I'm saying? I used to watch Super Bowls with my dad all the time, going back with the Cowboys in their heyday in the 90s all the way up into the early 2000s, you know what I mean, when Carolina was great. I mean, obviously, the Patriots were very great. Um, you had Tampa Bay beat the Giants in 2001, you know what I mean? I used to watch Super Bowls all the time, and I never heard, I would say, language that would be discounting to the, to the winning team, you know what I mean? I would never really hear the phrase, oh, he only won because, they only won because. Typically, when I would watch, uh, a Super Bowl or a finals in the NBA, whatever, you would always just applaud the winning team. They did, you know what I'm saying? Uh Tampa Bay had a great um defense and they and they captured they captured a title when they when they beat the Giants, I believe in 2001. But so when the Giants I will use the terminology lucked up to be in the Super Bowl because and that's why the language uh, that could be taken in multiple ways. I don't want to say lucky as in they were not qualified, but it came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It was a situation where no Giants fan would sit back and say, yeah, I think this team is going to go to the Super Bowl. We we were able to put things together and get hot at the right time. And again, I'm very careful with that language, and I'm going to go back and explain why that language I don't think is is a different there are different connotations to that language of getting hot. But we put those, we put pieces together at the right time, put wins together at the right time, and ended up getting to the playoffs. That's where I would say we we, we so called lucked up, or we were able to find ourselves in a position that we didn't think that was really in our reach. You dig what I'm saying? So when the Giants uh won the Super Bowl, and if I'm not mistaken, I always forget the first game, but I believe it was an NFC South opponent. And we played either, I believe, the Carolina Panthers or the um, Atlanta Falcons. I believe both years we won, we played one of those other two teams. But um, I can go back and do the research on that. I always forget the first game. But then we went on to beat, in that first, that 2007 season, I believe it was the NFC South opponent. Then we went on and played the Dallas Cowboys when they were, I believe, 13-3. Also, the... Green Bay Packers when they had uh, Brett Favre played Green Bay both both uh, playoff runs. And then the obvious uh, Super Bowl, the infamous Super Bowl, the 18-1 Super Bowl with the undefeated at the time, New England Patriots versus the New York Giants. So this was my first experience with hearing, and again, I, I grew up always where people were talking about I'm saying winners, losers, success and failures and things like that, great teams and whatnot, that's, that, that's really been my life. I would hear the terminology, well, Eli Manning only won because he had, a, he had a great defense. Eli Manning only won because of this. He won because of a lucky catch from David Tyree sticking to 2007. So that said to me, and I'll give another little tidbit about myself, I don't. I, I have an opinion. I do. Somebody asked me what's my favorite ice cream. Vanilla is trash. Chocolate is great. I would never eat vanilla ice cream of my own free will choice, but that's my opinion. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to when we having conversations like this, and and obviously in reality of life, people ask me what I think is the problem with black people and things of that nature. I'm not going to give my opinion because it's not. It doesn't hold any weight. You know what I mean? I was. I was. Using this as a euphemism, I was beat up as a young man with hearing, oh, you're biased. Oh, your opinion is biased. You're biased towards Jay-Z. You're biased towards the Giants. You're biased towards this. You're biased towards that. One thing that's odd to me about being biased, and I don't know if I'm going to be able to stick to a half an hour, but the one thing that's weird about being biased means so if something beneficial happens for me or somebody that I like, or somebody that I know that's my friend, does that mean I could never speak the truth about them because I'll be considered or looked at as biased? You know what I mean? That's something that was weird to me, but the, the, that language was beat into my, ment- uh, my, my mental so much that at this point in my life at 31 years old, about to be uh, 32 on the 17th, my mentality is I don't even regard my own opinion. Especially again, when we're having a conversation of the caliber of what we're talking about and beyond. So I began to study. Okay, so but beyond that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want to go to 2000. I believe it was 2012. We won again. So I believe it was another NFC South opponent. Then I forget the. Um, it might have been. It might have been San Francisco that we beat in 2012. And then we went on to play Green Bay again with Aaron Rodgers. And then we went on to play again the New England Patriots. So in 2007, I was in culinary school, Pennsylvania Culinary Institute in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the brothers that I went to school with, they could bear me witness that after every playoff game, I had an anxiety attack and I had to call the uh the ambulance that was like freaking out I'm thinking I have a heart attack and whatnot and I'll have real bad anxiety. But when the when I seen that it was the Giants and the Patriots in the Super Bowl, I didn't know that the Giants were gonna win. That'd be a complete outright lie. I'm gonna take a drink of water real quick. That would be an outright lie for me to say I knew that the Giants were gonna win. I'm not doing that. But what I did know for a fact, what I did know for a fact, I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give my politically correct response. I grew up watching Kobe. Kobe is my man. May Allah be pleased with Kobe. I take a lot of my um competitive mentality from Kobe and others, like I said, Michael Irvin as well, many others, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in an era where You had to be nice You had to be You had to be good You know what I mean To be able to even be In the room So if you weren't At the top level Of whatever you were doing I think you suck But I feel like I knew that Tom Brady Was there to be had I'll say it politely In my mind If I'm in the Giants locker room Yo this guy sucks He's about to get up Out of here I knew Tom Brady Was out of here he was for to take it. And then it that that subsequently happened. Then in 2012, it was 11 or 12, one of two years. I'm sorry if I get, yeah, I believe the Packers won in 2012. Giants won 2011. In my opinion, if you're better than me and you know you're better than me and your team, you know what I'm saying, we got, okay, we got lucky, you, we, you know what I'm saying, we we lucked up and and happened to get you out of here. Okay, cool. That means that's so like your little brother or somebody, your little cousin beat you in, in Street Fighter, beat you in Madden, beat you in 2K, and you was just playing, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't really, you know what I mean, you wasn't going hard. That next time that y'all that y'all hit uh, play on the game, next time y'all line up in the game, you gonna make sure you get him out of here. You gonna make sure when the next time that y'all play, you gonna make sure he knows. Who's better and who's not? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to make sure of that. So Bill Belichick regarded as a top two coach all time. Tom Brady regarded as the greatest uh, quarterback of all time. And I feel like definitely even at that time, that talk was still at the forefront. you definitely going to get the Giants out of here the next time. And again, I didn't know Giants were going to win. Tom Brady, you sup? I know you're you're out of here. Okay, cool. So they they ended up winning the in, 2000, in 2011, you know what I mean? At this point in time, I don't really want to hear nothing about Tom Brady because of what I knew before and because of what I knew after those two games had happened. So now here is my position and here is my understanding of how I analyze players, performance, and I would say goatness. You know what I'm saying? Your, your, your goat attribute if you will Tom Brady was a six round draft pick very late NFL draft pick and I promise brothers like, like Dre and Jew once I get this out and once I put it on the airwaves I promise like I'm not I'm not talking about it again because you know what I'm saying like i I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not talking about it again Tom Brady was a low round NFL draft pick very low so then, the person will say, "Well, well, Tone, you can, you can, be drafted late and have success. Cool. Not saying that. The reason why I'm bringing that up is because also he wasn't a starter in college. On paper, your tangible skill set, 40-time arm strength, and whatnot, your measurables, your measurables were low grade. Now again, there's another player that I that I think are they kind of go hand in hand, so almost." Not to me, but I understand. LeBron James and Tom Brady. LeBron James' measurables, the things that you can sit back and say about LeBron, speed, strength, you know what I'm saying, scoring, what all the different measurables of basketball, LeBron is ranking very highly, obviously, coming out of high school, you know what I mean? So your measurables are very high. So Tom Brady, not a starter in college, excuse me, comes to the league, not a starter in the pros, obviously, six-round draft pick or whatnot. Drew Bledsoe gets hurt. Everybody knows the story. Tom Brady is injected into the starting role, and as they say, um, and they're, uh, what is it, And that was all history or whatever. I don't know how the saying goes, but you know what I mean? Like, and then that, that, that began, that began their run. So people say Eli Manning only won because he had a great defense. Okay, cool. Let's, let's, let's break that down. And I want to keep the same energy, keep the same principle. We're taught that Islam is mathematics and mathematics is Islam and mathematics. Things are based on principle. So we're going to keep the same principle that we have with Eli Manning's critique or um, uh, let's say keyboard keep critique. The same thing we're going to do with Tom Brady. And for the topic, for the fairness of the discussion, I'm not going to include anything about the cheating. Even though I think the cheating, that's just the, I don't even know why we're even doing that once a person is caught cheating, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going I'm to make the conversation fair, even though I don't have to do that. But for the sake of conversation, I'm not going to talk about um, the cheating, which they were convicted of. The defense for the New York Giants, and I don't remember every single player. I have an idea of both rosters that won the Super Bowl, well, starting with 2007. Michael Strahan, Justin Tuck, um, Osuja Minyura, Matthias Kiwanuka. Those were the main. Those were the main guys. We have also had some other really good guys that played well, great role players. But main, main two guys, Michael Strahan, Osi Umanura. Once you get off of the defensive line level of the New York Giants, there is not a B or A caliber player in any other aspect of the defense. Oh, I would say also... No, I'm sorry. Antro Roll. Yes, sir. Antro Roll is a problem. He's a beast. Not a beast. I don't like using that language. He was very good. The majority of the defense was D or C tier ranked from my perspective. Anybody, I'm open to hear your argument that they weren't. But I feel like it's indicative of their record as uh, the, the, the caliber of talent that they had going into the season. And I also think... You can look at the, the ranks. Now, if I have ever come back to this topic, I will show the defensive ranks. They weren't high overall, might have been high in the sack category. So, when a person says, Oh, yeah, so I have to, I want to rebut the, well, if you have a great defensive line, that makes up for a great defensive back end. That's a fact. I don't disagree at all. That's a fact. Be, but once you parse the defense, and you make the statement, he only won because he had a great defense. I want us to keep that in perspective, okay? So when we say great, the pinnacle of greatness, I would believe in any sport, is the Hall of Fame. Eli Manning has played with one Hall of Famer. And in my estimation, as much as I love uh, that defense and that team, and the players I'm going to mention, they're not making the Hall of Fame. Osuja Minura, Justin Tuck, intro role. Those three players, as great as they are, were for the Giants, they're not making it to the Hall of Fame. Okay, so Eli Manning does not, I don't even think he has another possible Hall of Fame inductee on the defense. Okay? Tom Brady... I guess it would be conversely play with who are in the Hall of Fame. And I'm going to, and I'm doing this off memory. So if I'm wrong, I don't mind being fact checked. Richard Seymour is in the Hall of Fame. Rodney Harrison's in the Hall of Fame. Junior Seau, may Allah allow pleased please, in the Hall of Fame. And there's one more name I know for a fact that I'm forgetting that's in. I believe it's Ty Law. I believe Ty Law is in the Hall of Fame. Give me two seconds, and I want to look that up. I just want to—I just want to get two seconds to 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 look that up. Yes, that is correct. Ty Law is in the Hall of Fame. So that's four Hall of Famers that I remember off of memory. Okay. Anybody that knows the New England Patriots knows that Vince Wilfork is going to the Hall of Fame. He just retired, I believe, two years ago. He's going to the Hall of Fame. James Harrison, strong candidate for the Hall of Fame. Asante Samuel, another candidate to go to the Hall of Fame. Um, they have, there, there are definitely others. I've, I've done this. I've ran this down before. But we're going to stick with the actual facts. And hold on. Give me one more quick second. I'll probably just go ahead and edit this down. Okay, heard that. We have Richard Seymour, Rodney Harrison, like I said, Willie McGinnis, his name I I, for, I was forgetting. So, okay, and let me just wrap that up now. On the defensive side, we had Richard Seymour. Um, Vince Wilford is going to the Hall of Fame. That's free. That's going to happen. Richard Seymour. Vince Wolford. Willie McGinnis. Rodney Harrison, Ty Law, Junior Seau. So that's five in. The two players that I know that are – that I know Vince Wilfork is going. James Harrison, strong candidate to go to the Hall of Fame. Yes, I'm counting Junior Seau. He played on the team. That's a Hall of Famer. They had great success with him on the team. He was on the field when Eli Manning threw the game with a touchdown over his head. I don't know what we're doing by saying, oh, he only played for one year. What does that mean? Okay. So you have now, and there are and, and the Patriots Dallas Thomas, uh Mike uh uh Brewski, Mike Vrabel, um, you go you go down the roster. You dig what I'm saying? Like you go down the New England Patriots defensive roster, and you're and you're gonna see that the defense is lit. You dig what I'm saying? D- the, beside the fact of them having these players in the Hall of Fame but the the, the New England Patriots defense is lit been, been, been that you know what I mean so now you have so now you have the Giants with one defensive Hall of Famer no potentials with Tom Brady you have five players on 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 multiple levels of the defense that went to the Hall of Fame that are in the Hall of Fame Two possible, so to speak. Vince is not a possible. He's going in. So at the end of the so when we come back to this conversation, that's six Hall of Famers that are in the Hall of Fame that played for Tom Brady and New England Patriots at the time of them uh making it to the Super Bowl. Six. And I feel like I'm I'm missing like one or two more, but I'm, I'm I'm gonna leave it alone. Then if you wanted to if you wanted to talk about on the other side of the ball as well, you play Randy Moss, you know what I mean? Adam Terry, probably one of the best kickers. I am not even probably. One of the top three kickers of all time. Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? Uh, Kevin Falk is in the Hall of Famer. Just seen that. So now we're, we're getting upwards to 10 Hall of Famers. Nobody on the offensive side of the ball for the New York Giants, besides Eli Manning, is going to the Hall of Fame. No one. As much as I love those players, and this is not a disrespect to them, so when a person says, and mind you, now again, Patriots was was were, were eighteen and zero. New York Giants, I believe, were uh, nine and seven. You know what I mean? So at the end of, at the, end of the regular season, the, the Patriots were sixteen and zero. Giants were nine and seven. So when you say to a person, Eli Manning only won because of defense," how are we not keeping or carrying that same principle to Tom Brady? Okay. Now, now we're getting to the GOAT status, your GOATness category. Okay, I want to touch on performance. Anybody that watched those Super Bowls knows that the game was in the balance. I believe this is definitely 2007. The game was in the balance. Gronkowski, another Hall of Famer, he's going. That's a a lock. So now we're, we're damn near at 10 Hall of Famers. Gronkowski, Gronkowski, uh, Tom Brady, this is before the end of the half, he throws a Hail Mary. I guess you could say very similar to Eli Manning and um, <laughs> David Tyree. But he throws a Hail Mary pass. No, the first thing that he did that was wrong, he had an intentional grounding call in his own end zone because he didn't want to get sacked. Tried to throw in the middle of the field. Cost the team two points. Then he threw a pass. This might have been in 2011. I could be mistaken. But I, I'm, this is all tying into performance. He threw a pass to Gronkowski. It was like a Hail Mary kind of situation. And again, this will let you know the caliber of the players that we're talking about. Gronkowski, Hall of Famer, potential. You know what I'm saying? It's going to happen. It's just, it's just a, a formality. Versus Chase Blackburn for a jump ball. Nobody know who Chase Blackburn is if you're not a Giants fan. He's, a, he's known to be, he's a special teams specialist. That's what he's known for. Won a jump ball situation against a Hall of Fame tight end in, 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 in Gronkowski. Come on now. And these little things, and I'm not going to get too excited. These little things is what really makes you who you are. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch that ball over you. That's what's gonna happen. I don't care if you're tall. I don't care if you're faster. I don't care if you're better. I don't care about that. That doesn't change. That's not gonna change what the outcome of this is what it's gonna be. Okay. Tom Brady throws an interception when the game is in the balance. So not only is it a turnover, not only is it an interception, but you gave away a, a, a you you tipped the, the game in the scales of your the other team. You gave them an advantage That's not what goats do We're not doing that Now we're going to um, So yeah I just want to touch on that On that performance I mean because he was getting sat crazy in 2007 And um, Similar in 2011 Justin Tuck and whatnot. Those 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 boys as Stephen A says So now we're going to the goatness your 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 goat, uh, I just lost the word. But for the lack of a better term, your goatness, your goat attribute. Okay, excuse me. For me, goat is the combination of your talent, skill, and your accomplishments. Your 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 accomplishments bear witness to your talent and skill. So you could be talented, have a lot of skill, like a Charles Barkley, Dan Marino, but not able to capture your championship—that's a problem. That to me, you can be in the top five type of category conversation. I'm not mad at that, but you have to reach that pinnacle of your of your field of endeavor in order to be a goat. I'm sorry, I'm gonna go. This I, I promise. The episode's not gonna be long, um, but this first episode was very passionate about, and I want to get all this off my chest. So, please bear with your brother. So, the combination of skill, talent, and your accomplishments, okay? Tom Brady's talent level low. Tom Brady's talent level low. And that's indicative of you not being a starter in college, or that uh, the reason why we can back it up you're not a starter in college, not a starter in the NFL and you're, you were a six-round draft pick. So what you presented on paper, low grade, okay? When a person sits back and say, if I ask the person, ask anybody right now, what does LeBron do great? What does LeBron do better than anybody else? Say LeBron is an unstoppable force. If, he wanted, if LeBron want to take the ball and get a two-point layup, he's going to do that. Can't do nothing about that. You say, oh, well, what, the, what, the, what does um, Steph do better than anybody else? That answer is obvious. When you ask somebody, and you say, what does Tom Brady do better than anybody else? Now, I've, I've obviously asked people this. People say, win. People say, he's a great leader. Winning is team. And how do you, and the bull, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. Don't get caught up on that. We'll get back to that team part. How do you quantify leadership? How do you know if somebody is a good leader or not? Because they're on the side talking to their team? Because that's what they said on the commentary? What does Tom Brady do better than anybody else? Oh, he's very accurate. Aaron Rodgers is very accurate. Pat Mahomes very accurate. How do we separate? So, again, when you say Tom Brady is the GOAT, not only are you saying that Tom Brady is better than or, or greater than Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, you're saying that he's the best of all time. Another way I break this down is if you're having a 5-on-5 a, a pickup game or a 3-on-3 pickup game in basketball, and you got, and we had the ability to where you have Michael Jordan, or he, you know what I'm saying he's playing ball in his prime. You have LeBron James. You have like KD. You have Chef. You have Kyrie. You know what I mean? And then come. Conver- oh, so I'm gonna finish that. So if you have those players, Jordan and uh, LeBron, they getting picked in the top two, three picks. That's free. That's going down. And if you have a seven on seven football game, and you got quarterbacks out there, you got you got Russ Wilson, you got Lamar. You know what I mean? Lamar Jackson. You got Pat Mahomes, you got A-Rod, you know what I mean? And then you got Tom Brady. The only people picking Tom Brady are Patriots fans. If, you pick, if you're if saying you're going to say, Tom, so I'm going to pick Tom Brady in a 7-on-7 football game, stop. Stop that. That's not, we're not, come on, bro, we're not doing that. When you play a 7 on 7 it's about the talent, about your skill. Tom Brady doesn't possess a skill that you could say, what separates A-Rod and Tom Brady as far as skills, as far as talent? Aaron Rodgers can do everything Tom Brady can do. Tom Brady can't do half of what Aaron Rodgers can do. He can only do half. There's a 50% level of his game that he cannot do. How was this person better? How am I, on Madden, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers got the same 99 rating. How is that possible when Tom Brady cannot run better than this man? So you're trying, so Madden's trying to tell me that he he's head and shoulders more accurate than Aaron Rodgers? Stop. He got more arm strength than Aaron Rodgers? Stop. So when we have this complex of saying that Tom Brady is the GOAT, to me, again, what makes it funny is he does not have the, the raw talent and skill to be considered that. My final comparison, again, I like to use LeBron because LeBron is considered the GOAT of basketball right now. If you took all the championships away from LeBron James, and let's just say he was like a Charles Barkley of sorts, LeBron James's talent level is so high he would still be considered in the top five or maybe I'm you saying know, the top three uh, of basketball because his talent level, and his dominance is so highly rated. If you took these, I don't know how many Super Bowls the man don't won now at this point, seven, eight. I don't know. I don't know how many the, the man won at, the, at this point. If you took the championships away from Tom Brady. Nobody's even talking about this man. So, my last point on this. People say Michael Jordan, LeBron James are considered the best. Let me take a sip of water real quick. People say LeBron James, Michael Jordan, that's generally speaking the um, unanimous top uh, two players of all-time basketball over the many generations and whatnot. I may have to pause because this gentleman is coming over to my car. <laughs> <laughs> all right, excuse me. We back. So, right, people say that Michael Jordan and LeBron are the, like pretty much the unanimous top two players of all time. Whoever you have in number one is up to you. But nobody mentions Bill Russell. I don't. I, I've i ne I've never heard a person say Bill Russell is even in the top category. You know what I mean? Like, which is, is weird to me because of a player like Tom Brady. That's the reason why I even think about it. Bill Russell has won 11 out of 13 NBA finals. They created the finals MVP trophy because of him. It's named after him. So, then a person will say, oh, well, Tom, man, it was only like eight teams back in the day. Okay, cool. Heard you. And then I, my, my, my other bro said, It really wasn't that many great players back then. Okay, heard you. No problem. The AFC East division is by far one of the worst divisions in the history of the league. The Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, and the New York Jets are historically one of the worst teams in NFL history. So when we're talking about uh, talent pool, if a person, if a person said, man, if I'm going to at least get four wins in my division, I'm at least get five wins in my division. Somebody luck up the, 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 the jets luck up and beat me. I finished five and one in my division. You'll take that. I'd love to see how many times the Patriots went at least uh, four and two, at least in their, in their, in the span of their run. Also the amount of controversy that surrounded the reason why I'm even I'm, I'm talking about this because you have to be if we're gonna if we're gonna delve into Bill Russell, that's so what I'm saying. If we're saying that Tom Brady is better than Aaron Rodgers, for an example, because he has uh six or seven titles, or however many it is, I believe it's seven. That's the weightiest element of the uh conversation. I can accept that. It's no way that you're telling me that Bill Russell, he not even in people conversations. Because like I said, oh, it's only eight teams, you know what I'm saying, these different types of things. So now I'm gonna do the same exact thing for Tom Brady. You played in one of the historically worst divisions in the history of the league. The amount of controversy that surrounds this team, the tuck rule, things of that nature. All of these things contribute to your greatness Or your success rather, not great I'm not going to do all that So on the one hand We as a culture We we don't want to look into the details Like with Tom Brady The Hall of Famers on both sides of the ball the, the great Hall of Fame coach You know what I mean, organization You know what I mean Two, with Bill Russell We want to get all up in the mix It is not. It is what it is with Bill, with Bill Russell so as I as I get ready to close out this Tom Brady segment, again, I have to I have to get everything off my chest. Well, people say, well, Tone, Tom Brady went to another team if, if, if it was really the Patriots, and it was it was more about Bill Belichick than uh than Tom Brady. He went to the Bucks and they won a Super Bowl in the first year. That's fantastic. I'm gonna say this. This was the team in 2018, I believe, or 2019, whatever whatever the year before, I believe it was 19. So the year before Tom Brady went to the team, these are the stats, offensive and defensive, of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers before Tom Brady. 302.8 yards, so 303 yards per game, league high. Jameis Winston... 5,109 yards in 2019, league high, franchise high, eighth highest in history. 33 passing touchdowns, second most in the league, franchise high. 398 yards per game, third in the league. 458 points, franchise high. 286, I'm not, excuse me, that's 458 total points for like the season, cumulative. Franchise high 28.6 points per game Third high Up from the 12th spot In 2018 54 total touchdowns Third in the league Franchise high Chris Godwin A so called unknown name is not a household name Not like a Mike Evans Or not like an Antonio Brown Not like an OBJ Not like a, a uh, a DeAndre Hopkins You know what I mean? Not a household commonly heard of name. Chris Godwin, so-called unknown name. 83 catches, 1,333 yards, and 9 TDs. Brother was third in the league in yards, tied for second in the league in TDs, and he missed the last two games of the season. I believe it was due to injury. Okay. Now we go over to the defense side of the ball. Number one rushing defense. 73.8 73.8 yards per game total, and 3.6 yards per carry. Number one rushing defense. Most passes defended with 96 in the league. Fifth in takeaways, up from the bottom five of the league in 2018. 21 forced fumbles, third in the league. Six defensive touchdowns tied for the league high. Most in franchise history Now this is the Bucs we're talking about Known for having great Defenses over the years Or a span of time for having a great defense Period 47 sacks 7th in the league 2nd most in franchise history Warren Sapp, what's my other brother's name I'm forgetting his name right now, it's, it's escaping me But uh, 55 uh, on the, When Tim Bay was in their heyday Derrick Brooks, Hall of Famer 47, uh, 47 sacks, second most in franchise history. So this is, this is now, you know what I mean? This, this, is, this is not an easy feat to accomplish. So now we go, they were second in QB hits, 116. Shaq Barrett with a league high, and again, this is high pedigree, franchise high, 19 and a half sacks, and he also led the league in QB hits, and second in tackles for a loss. This is one brother now, Shaq Barry. So now, if I'm Tom Brady and I'm pretty, they got he got much more access to. Oh, they were also first in yards on on offense. Okay. So if I'm Tom Brady, and I'm pretty sure he has a lot more analytics, uh, you got got to view a lot more analytics than me, than via the internet. The problem with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that season, which I believe they finished. Second in the division in 2019, which was the same exact finishing spot of 2020. They finished the 2020 season with Tom Brady in the same spot they did as far as division placement in 2019. Same place. in second behind the New Orleans Saints. But the problem with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 2019 before Tom Brady, Jameis Winston threw, I think it was like he threw like 30 touchdowns. He had like 30 interceptions. Brother was turning the ball over way too much. You can't have that. You can't have success throwing that many interceptions, th- turning the ball over that many times. So if I'm Tom Brady now and I'm looking at this, this young team, all I got to do is drive the Ferrari. I don't have to do too much. I'm a conservative-type quarterback. I like to throw short intermediate pass uh, passes, and I'm not going to turn the ball over. Tom Brady is the greatest system quarterback of all time. Man, this it could go on. I got it. I have to touch on it because I'm not going to come back to it again. So the greatest system quarterback of all time sees this kind of uh potential. If you if you if you if you're browsing a a a cryptocurrency market, you're browsing the stock market and you see this level of potential, this is an easy sign-on. Then you bring on a, a Leonard Fournette, a former, former top player, top running back in the league. Damn sure looked like it in the playoffs. Antonio Brown, former top wide receiver in the league. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, Hall of Famer going you know what I'm saying going to the Hall of Fame, tight end. Great blocking tight end as well. You bring in these pieces, uh, Cameron Bray, also an underrated role player, in my opinion. Role player. You bring in these pieces with this strong potential. Also, I believe Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, Bruce Arians, great, great head coach, the offensive coordinator. I'm, I'm, the name is escaping me, but also pretty good. I believe. If I'm wrong, I accept it. This team was on the cusp. It wasn't like Tom Brady went to the Browns, won the Super Bowl. It wasn't like Tom Brady went to the Bills, won the Super Bowl. This team was on the cusp. And before I leave that point again, in the NFC Championship game against the Green Bay Packers, Tom Bra- Tom Brady threw Excuse me for that. Tom Brady threw two fourth quarter interceptions. Two of them. I'm going to say it. It's gotta, I got to say it again. In the fourth quarter Hold on a second Tom Brady threw two fourth quarter interceptions Okay In the playoffs, in the championship game That's, you said Okay, I'm, I'm ready to go home That's what you said to the team Like Alright guys, i try my best I'm, I'm ready to get up out of here But with this strong defense Headed by uh, Shaq Barrett Led by Shaq Barrett And JPP, shout out to my bro JPP For sure once a giant, always a giant. They secured and made sure that they they punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. So it wasn't people say, "Oh well, if they would, if they didn't have this, they wouldn't have been the Super Bowl." If it was not for Tom Brady, they could have they would have had an easier road to the Super Bowl. In that game, he gift wrapped the he gift wrapped the Super Bowl to the Green Bay Packers. But the strong defense again, Eli Manning only won the Super Bowl because of defense. Tom Brady win that game, that particular game, people are saying, oh, my God, Tom Brady's the GOAT. After what they just watched, that's a problem, or that's just ignorant. That's a joke to me. That's a meme to me, okay? Tom Brady is the greatest system quarterback of all time. Very quick, I'm going to get to this. I'm going to address this then by Allah's permission I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to put this to rest. When you get it when you get a Mike Vick or you get a Peyton Manning you're now catering and changing your strategy and how you run your offense around this player. When Peyton Manning walks into your meeting room, your your quarterback meeting room or your offensive meeting room, all right Peyton how, what do you think about this here? What are your thoughts on this here? When Tom Brady walks into your meeting room, your quarterback's room, all right, Tom, this is what we got. I know you're going to hold it down. Here you go. This is how we're going to run the offense. You're not catering or changing anything behind a quarterback like Tom Brady. That's what I'm saying. He's a plug-and-play great performer. Doesn't turn the ball over. Stays poised. Very competitive. You're not somebody that I'm worried about. And again, yo, people, I, I, this, this is a fact. Maybe I'll have a brother come on in and bear me witness. I knew Tom Brady was out of there. I couldn't have been the only one. So Tom Brady, all due respect, I, I feel like it's giving him credit. You're the greatest system quarterback of all time. But the GOAT is you're now extracting a player from the team dynamic and you're analyzing them on an the individualistic dynamic. And Tom Brady does not measure up strongly individually. Okay. <laughs> I'm not I'm not the type of person once all uh, LeBron beat and the, the, the Cavs, whoever I think it was the Cavs. They beat Golden State Warriors. LeBron earned my respect. I don't have nothing negative to say about LeBron. I have nothing negative to say about LeBron. I got great respect for LeBron. He's, he, he's the top two player of all time. My only thing that I would say to LeBron is, or anybody that, that likes LeBron, it's hard to say that this person that LeBron is better when you have six or seven losses in the finals versus somebody that's never lost. That's, that's tough. I, me also too. I'm not a fan of LeBron's attitude. Again, I, I grew up in an era where we could be best friends. When I'm on the field, I want to kill you. Then after the game, we could be friends. LeBron is—I feel like he's very friendly. You want to be cool with everybody. Everybody want to play with LeBron. He's very nice. That's great. That's not my. That's not what I look at in the, for in the go. I'm not gonna go crazy on LeBron. I got big respect for LeBron. You know what I mean? So with that. I'm gonna go ahead and get ready to wrap this episode up. Let me just pull my little notes up real quick. So my goats that I that I have, anybody um <laughs> anybody want to go ahead and comment on my goats? Um IG is Tech Building Podcast at, at Tech Building Podcast. We can we can have a conversation. I'll, I'll, I'll also make a Twitter too, Tech Building Podcast on Twitter. We can talk. My my goats are in football. I have Peyton Manning as a goat. I'm talking about quarterbacks now, right? Quarterback, greatest quarterback of all time to me, Peyton Manning. I felt like with his two Super Bowl rings and his um but exi- I I pretty much laid out my criteria in the beginning. I felt that he was a supreme example of master of the quarterback position, the Omaha Omaha the. Listening to the audibles and whatnot. Peyton Manning, I feel like he really brought that level of um, that integration of the in-depth analyzation of quarterback language into the main stage. You know what I mean? Great, great, great uh, quarterback. Very, very talented. Just I feel like he just exemplified what it meant to be a great quarterback. The sheriff. You know what I mean? Basketball for me, I never really got to watch Jordan. I got Kobe as the GOAT for me. I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'm not going to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? You say who you say. Again, I got big respect for LeBron. I obviously, got big respect for Michael Jordan. Um, I grew up also a big fan of T-Mac. You know what I mean? I would say even before Kobe, I really liked T-Mac. Um, but yeah, Kobe's my GOAT in, in basketball. <laughs> and I'll, I'll definitely save this particular topic for another episode. But... In rap, in the hip hop sphere, I have Jay Z. I don't even think it's a conversation. I think if, if we're talking about greatest hip hop artists of all time, I don't think it's a conversation. It's other people who you like. We can like. I mean, I think Solid people are one of the best ever. To do it, Jay Z. It's not. It's undisputed. We you can't do nothing with that. Also, man, man, I'm a big fan of Street Fighter. You know what I mean? I got I got Daigo as as the greatest. Street Fighter player, I think that's probably unanimous as well. You know what I mean? Just really enjoy watching the ingenious display or the supreme display of mastery of of, of his craft. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that those are those are my goats. Main ones, like I said, Peyton, Kobe, Jay Z. If anybody into the um, FGC, I like I like Daigo. You know what I mean? As my goat. Um, Any Halo fans out there? Um I, I got to be honest, man, that's a really tough that's a really tough um choice. But I got Roy, <laughs> you know what I mean, as my as my goat of of Halo for sure. Uh but again I, I love to have that that debate with anybody that's a Halo fan. Um but yeah, man, I appreciate everybody if you stuck around this long in the podcast. Um uh, man, I got I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing episodes at least twice a week, God willing. And um like I said, it'll be a variety of topics. Um, you can reach me at um, Tech Building Podcast on Instagram, Tech Building Podcast on Twitter, and yeah, man, I'm just looking forward to doing more of these. It's very cathartic for me. Oh, battle rap! Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Battle rap goat. And again, I'll say this for another time. Battle rap goat. For the longest time, it was it was Murder Mook. Pretty much my my the my the entirety of my life has been Murder Mook as the goat of battle rap. But I have to say, Mook, and I'm sorry, I know you probably never listened to this, even though I I still got you know what I'm saying, it's like one A and one B for the GOAT. The Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan name dropped Loaded Lux on roster. So I'm sorry, sorry, murder. But I gotta give it to Loaded Lux as the goat. You get name dropped by the man of God, I'm sorry, bro. He he has to take that spot. But still, like I said, it's a one A, one B. You know what I mean? Um for the goat and battle rap but my favorite battler easily is murder mook you know what i mean my top five my personal top five i got mook lux rex mook lux rex um i got chess number five man that fourth spot is real difficult you know what i mean um i probably had to come back on that but i know i got chess in my top five i know that's controversial um, but, yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up right there. I'm going to leave you, um, I'll leave as I came before you with the green words of peace. as which just means peace be unto you. Thank you, family. Y'all have a good one. Peace, family. I, I had to make a quick update real quick. My uh, my Twitter name is um, TechBuildingPod, at TechBuildingPod. And we can go ahead and talk about, you know what I'm saying, what we got going on. Same thing for the IG. We're going to do TechBuildingPodcast on IG. Thank you. Come and drop me a follow real quick.